0: You're listening to the Tennis.com Podcast, and here's your host, Ed McGrogan. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Tennis in 10 Podcast. As always, this is Ed McGrogan, here to discuss the 2016 U.S. Open in just under 10 minutes for your listening pleasure. And we are now down to 16 players in total among the two draws, the quarterfinals, our set, the, uh, the last quarterfinal, was just cemented a few minutes ago with Agnieszka Radwanska, the number four seed and admittedly my pick to win the tournament. Going out to Ana Kanju, uh, 6-4, 6-4. This was a rematch of a, of a Wimbledon meeting earlier this year where Rodwanska prevailed 9-7 in the third. And uh, Kanju, who's only 18 from Croatia, did not let it get that far this time. Just with a, a great display of hitting and really showing off um, some of the great potential that a lot of uh, a lot of people have tagged for her in the past. She's a former Orange Bowl champion as well. Uh, Richard Evans, the esteemed writer, has really spoken highly uh, of Anna and what she's capable of, and we absolutely saw it tonight in Arthur Rash Stadium. Um, you know. In, in great contrast to the match that preceded that, which was just a demolition um, by Andy Murray of Grigor Dimitrov, just completely non-competitive and um, really says to me more about Murray, honestly, than Dimitrov, um, even though it's it's just another sort of head scratcher into where did, where did Grigor's sort of career go in the past couple of years. Um, really some scar tissue at this point. But with Murray, you you take it one step closer to having a summer of potentially a Wimbledon title, an Olympic gold medal, and a U.S. Open title, and not to mention a Masters thrown in there as well. Uh, Masters final in Cincinnati, I should say. And if, you know, if that was the case, if that were to come to pass, you'd really have to have some serious discussion about... You know, what are some of the great summers in the history of tennis? And uh, Murray is on his way to, um, to doing that. And, you know, we will, uh, I think we'll see. We, you know, I think it's a good time to kind of take stock of all the quarterfinals at this point. Um, maybe let's start with where Murray is. He'll get Kane Nishikori. Nishikori, winner in straight sets over Ivo Karlovic today on Armstrong it was actually the final singles match on Armstrong uh it was impressive for Nishikori to win straight sets it was uh perhaps even more impressive that Nishikori won a tiebreaker in those straight sets you know that is where Karlovic and his mammoth serve reign and you know for for Nishikori he will get Murray as I said uh, Murray with a heavy edge in their head to head 7 to 1 and just the form looks way, way too much for even someone like Nishikori, who is a former finalist here, to handle. Um, I do like Murray to go through that one. Uh, the winner of that would get the winner of Del Potro and Vavrinka, which is um, another very tantalizing matchup. You, you see a, uh, you won't see much. the The ball will be at. Uh, the ball will be hit pretty hard in that one, to say the least. They're going to need to change the balls most certainly uh, every uh, every six or seven games, and uh, they probably could do with uh, switching them out a little earlier, too, given how hard those two hit the ball. Um, you know, Del Potro, I, I in his match today against Team, who ends up retiring in the second set, I was I was thinking for a little bit that, um, you know, maybe this is kind of the time where we finally see Del Potro, you know, just real, I mean, just kind of come back to earth a little bit. He has just, since his summer return, he has almost instantly become a top five caliber player again. And he's going to play one in Vavrinka. Um, You know, Stan, I think pretty quietly has gotten to the quarterfinal stage of the tournament, and, you know, this, you know, a win over Del Protro would certainly give a lot of, uh, you know, sort of remember me type of stuff, you know, Stan, obviously two-time Grand Slam champion, and, um, but this is one of the best quarterfinals of all the matches, period. Um I'll stick with Del Potro for now it's you know this is a tough one for me to call because I it's Stan does very well on the surface and he I think he will have quite a bit to prove here as well and um, you know Del Potro is Del Potro is really riding a good run right now but I you know let's see if Stan can target Del Potro's backhand side a little bit with his shots and if he can I think that's the key to this match the other quarterfinals that'll be played uh, on Tuesday: Djokovic and Sanga at night, and Lucas, pull and um, Galmon feast during the day. Um, I, I do, you know, I'm not going to pick against Djokovic against Sanga. You know, as much, as impressed as I was with Sanga's play over Sock in the fourth round, Lucas and Guile is a much tougher call. It's almost, it's almost, you know. You can't believe that one of them has to win and make a major semifinal. It's it's such an unlikely story for both of these two. But, um, you know, I think, boy, this is a tough one. You, I, I want to say Monfils just because of the experience. But um, with Poole and what he showed against Rafa, um, very, very tough to pick against him based on what you saw there. But... Let's stick with Monfils, 51% up to 49%. Not an easy call uh, either way. And for the women's side, um, you know, we, we get another installment of Serena against Simona. Um, I think a very good time for it as well because of how well both women are playing lately. Um, Serena has been playing uh, the best on the women's side at the Open, bar none. Um, just a devastating display. Of serving against Shvedova today, and Halep has been playing great all summer. So you know, let's let's kind of see where these two are at right now. Um, I think it's a great time for a quarterfinal round. Not um, you know, not worn out by this point in the tournament. Coming in on a really nice off, really nice wins. Um, the most interesting women's quarterfinal and uh and one that will will give proper attention to of course have to pick serena um and uh but this would this would if there's any time for Halep to to really sort of make a declarative statement that you know okay this is you know we've seen she's gotten deep before but a win over serena would be a, a massive a massive showing for her so let's Let's see where that one goes. Conju against Pliskova. Um, I like Pliskova here because of what we saw against Venus. Um, you know, a redlining player that, that that I thought by the end of her match against Venus, in which she saves a match point and ends up winning on her fifth match point, she was hitting the ball as boldly and as without regard as when Djokovic was playing Federer a few years ago at the Open. And with the back against the wall, kind of bring your best, you know, leave it all out there. That's what she did, and that's what she needed to do to beat Venus Williams um, in Arthur Ashe Stadium. And uh, Pliskova coming off of also a Cincinnati title not that long ago before the Open. Um, You you do like what you're seeing from the check here, and uh, I, I do see her getting by Kanju at this point in both their careers. Final two quarterfinals that'll be take place on Tuesday. Wozniacki and Sevastova. Um Wozniacki, this is a this is a tournament that she's needed for a long time. Uh finalist two years ago, former number one, of course. And uh, you know, can can put herself in position to make another final here uh, with a win over player that you know, both these two are, are sort of down in the rankings, uh, further than you'd expect quarterfinalists to be. But Wozniacki, after such a nice showing against Madison Keys, uh, we I do see her, uh, you know, keeping it going here and make it to the semis. And then she either play Roberta Vinci, last year's finalist, or Anjali Kerber, and um, I think Vinci's run finally comes to an end against Kerber. The number two seed and could potentially be number one at the end of the tournament depending on how things shake out uh Kerber Wozniacki Puskova Serena are my women's semifinalists. Um, oof, we got through everything there so let's uh reconvene tomorrow after we know a few of the semifinalists. talk about that as well here on the Tennis in 10 podcast this is Ed McGrogan for tennis.com thank you for listening you've been enjoying the tennis.com podcast For all the latest news and events, head over to tennis.com.